Welcome to the show. I'm Dr. Corey Allen, alongside my wife, Pam, each and every week, having straightforward, honest, real conversations about marriage and sex, the good, the bad, the ugly, the troublesome, the cruel, the underbelly, the positive, the optimal. Uh, let's cover it all. What do you say, Pam? Let's do. <laughs> so if you're new to the show or you want to find a handy way to tell other people about what we got going on here, check out our starter packs. These are episodes that are arranged by topic uh, and by popularity. Mm-hmm. You can find them at smr.fm slash starter. And also, if you're new to the show, we want to hear from you. Because what goes on uh, with the, every the episodes we do is it's largely framed by the nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, for sure today is. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a conversation that took place a couple weeks ago that's gonna con- that continues on. And even John Eldridge's last week, we kind of touched on some of this with trauma and triggers and, mm-hmm. and different aspects of what happens in life. And so as part of the nation, if you listen to the show, you're part of the nation. <clears throat> Let's just get that in the open. Uh, we want to hear from you. So 214-702-9565 or feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. With your questions, your thoughts, your feedback, your que- your your comments, even your criticisms, we want it all. <laughs> we'll be- take it because we are in relationship with you, and we want to be better as well. And one of the things that can happen to, that I believe fully, and I know I'm speaking for you here, that can help every couple out there be better is joining us at the Sexy Marriage Radio Getaway, yeah, which sure. happens June 13th through the 15th in 2024. So, man, six months away. Just oh, just under five months. Five months. Oh, my mathing, June. my mathing yeah. is wrong. Uh, just under five months away, and so registration is going on now. Uh, Smr.fm/slash/getaway is how you can save your spot and come join us. And also, uh, since it's still January, there's a little bit of time left. If you want to enter into a giveaway we're running, mm, that's right. If you leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And then you send us the, a screenshot of the review mm-hmm. or your username that you use. Uh, that enters you into a drawing to get your registration fee covered. And if you've already joined, we'll refund it back to you. Yeah, we'll, you'll just have to get the hotel when you're here. We'll in make da- it right. Yep. Uh, but that'll, that goes through the end of January. So jump on, leave a review. Let us know you left a review. That gets you a chance to win the registration Mm-hmm. Uh, which is $675 value. Yeah. Uh, and then it gets better. But wait, there's more. <laughs> uh, if you don't win, but you've entered and you come to the getaway, you get $75 off just by going through the process and entering because we want to help. We want your help in spreading the word. Plus, we want to have you come join us at the getaway. Yeah, that's a no brainer. Come do it. Because it's a lot of fun. So, coming up today on the regular version, um, is a continuation. We did two weeks ago an episode on mercy sex. Mm-hmm. And there's there's several comments that came through. Uh, one in particular came through on the platform uh, with a dialogue that's, that's been taking place okay. on how helpful that was, but we also left some things and would like to have it rounded out a little bit. All right, and so we're, we're going to go there. pick up portions of what was left as a comment at my.smr.fm okay. uh, in the platform and go a little deeper in a different way with the idea of the pressures that are inherent in marriage and where mercy sex or obligation sex becomes Mm -hmm. problematic. Mm -hmm. And what do each members of that spousal unit need to do about that? How do you each look at it? What's your dilemma that you're facing? And how do you navigate your way forward? All right. 
And then on the extended content today, which is deeper, longer, and there are no ads, you can subscribe at smr.fm slash academy. Uh, I came across some research. The easiest way to describe this is what are the components of optimal sexual experiences? Or put another way, how would you know great sex if you stumbled into it? Here's what jumped out in their research that they found with an interview of 50 hours of interviews. Okay. And they found, what are the conditions? What are the components that make great sex? So you're going to want to tune in. All right. That'll be fun. I'll be taking notes. All that's (laughs) coming up right after this. For years, Pam, we've talked about, we need to get fluent in other languages. I want Spanish. Yes. Well, we live in Texas. We live in the South. Uh, It can be a very useful Mm -hmm. uh, skill to have acquired and Mm -hmm. learned. And the easiest way to do that is to uh, immerse yourself into the culture, which at this point in time, we're not moving to a Spanish speaking only country. Not yet. Not yet. (laughs) Not yet. Maybe in the future. But uh, the second best option is get on with Babbel. Mm hmm. A sponsor that we have that uh, one in five Americans actually say we want to learn a new language in their bucket list. And so if that's if that's you, make 2024 the time that you check that off the list because Babbel makes it incredibly easy with their 10-minute lessons and you can take it with you everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. And it, the whole goal of it is because our experiences from schooling mm-hmm. uh is not always conversational language. Right. And this teaches conversa- normal conversations. What am I going to have throughout the day to make it like you would learn if you're a kid, right? That's right. how we learn when we were kids. Right. And so it's designed by real people for real conversations. Uh, they have 10-minute lessons that are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks, babe. Mm-hmm. And so this is the time to jump on because their tools are approachable, accessible, and rooted in real-life situations because the times we've had experiences in other countries, the real-life situations are unavoidable. True. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah. re- I'm reminded of an airplane flight down to Panama. Yeah, he's making fun of me because I couldn't speak Spanish <laughs> to the flight attendant. Well, well, Babbel has over 10 million subscribers sold, and Babbel can solve that problem for our next trip. Uh, so here's a special offer for a limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, you can get 55% off your Babbel subscription. But this is only for SMR listeners. And so you're going to go to babbel.com slash SMR and get 55% off at babbel.com slash SMR. And that's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash SMR. Rules and restrictions may apply. Over the last couple of years, Pam, we've gotten really serious about our nutrition and looking at our overall health. Yeah, especially you. And how we're aging. uh, Because I'm getting up there. (laughs) It's an unavoidable. Every year is another year. Added every to the, added every to the day tally. is another day, yes. <laughs> to add it to the tally. But one of the things that I've loved is AG1 has become part of our normal daily routine. Agreed, yeah. And um, I love the fact that it's foundational nutrition that helps mm-hmm. me not have to do all kinds of different supplements mm-hmm. or added all kinds of different things that this AG1 fills in the nutrition gaps. Mm-hmm is the way they, they, they describe it. And so since I've added AG1 to my routine every morning, I have felt the energy and the consistency uh, throughout the day. I feel the same, yeah. Because there's lots of times I would have um, midday, man, there's that midday crash. And AG1 has really taken the edge off of that mm-hmm. over the last several weeks for sure mm-hmm. because I've consistently, that's been a part of my routine every single day. Mm-hmm. And we love the fact that it's simple. Because it's one scoop every morning, 
And, and yeah, and a cup of cold water. I like the taste of it. And it tastes <laughs> it tastes great. We even got our son to try it out with us for a little while too. And then he's a kid, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, AG1 supports healthy aging, uh, which I think every single one of us understands is an important aspect of our life because I got a lot of life left with this lady, hopefully, that I'm doing this show That's with. That's the goal. And I want to stay healthy all the way through because I got a lot of pursuits still left to happen. <laughs> So AG1 is the supplement that we trust to provide the support that our body needs. And that's why we're excited to have them as a partner on our show. Mm -hmm. So if you want to take ownership of your health this year, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and get five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase, which over the holidays was a tremendous help when we traveled Mm-hmm. I use it to take to work too. Because you can grab that the travel grab packs, the little yeah. travel pack and it's right there with you. So go to drinkag1.com slash sexy marriage radio. That's drinkag1.com slash sexy marriage radio. And you can check out a way that you can add the foundational nutrition that you need in your life today. So the conversation we had a couple weeks ago, Pam, mm-hmm. was uh, from an emailer that uh, they had taken sex off the table for a little while. Uh, they had really grown a lot through the help of a therapist. Mm -hmm. Uh, They had started improving. And then when sex was being talked about, maybe we bring it back on the table, she started feeling this inordinate pressure, right? And he's then, I feel like we're taking steps back Mm -hmm. because every night she goes to bed and she's really concerned and anxious about what do I do with the pressure inherent in sex in marriage, Okay, right? And so... What we, what we said, highlights of that episode, this is worth going back to, to hear if you're new to the show. So jump back two weeks. <laughs> it's all you got to do to find That's the it. show. It's entitled Mercy Sex. Um, but one of the main things we kind of talked about is there's, there's nothing you can do about pressure that comes inherently in sex and life. We sometimes, I think, get caught up in this b- dilemma of Maybe I can have this pressure or no pressure. But there's pressure either way. But in way, reality, right? it's which pressure do you want? Yeah. Right? I get this pressure or that pressure. Mm-hmm. That's the only way that mm-hmm. we get to deal with things. And so uh, you have to accept the pressure. And then we also described a little bit of what is mercy sex? What are some of the characteristics? Um, one way to really sum it up is... is when one person's really just having sex for the sake of having sex to get them other person off their back, they're just going through the motions, mailing it in and not really participatory at all. And then harboring uh, resentment and struggle over the choice that they feel pressed into doing. So mercy sex always has resentment attached to it. I don't know if it always does, but I think it, uh, yeah. one I, of the I, insidiousnesses I of that. Will it be can it, it, it can ultimately probably result in this because resentment tends to happen most of the time. If you think about it, after mm-hmm. something's gone on for a while, mm-hmm. you know, a few times like ah okay, and then you kind of get back to a better groove and you're like back to kind of choosing and being engaged and mm-hmm. connected, and it's it's okay. But if it's a repeated one sided equation here. It, it's going to probably manifest some resentment. Gotcha. Right. And it's going to turn into some real struggles because, and where we landed with the episode, what we hope to try to get across is the fine line between the higher desire and lower desires route when it comes to sex of choosing it versus just being obliga- obligatory or 
feeling pressed into it or mm-hmm. being mercy mm-hmm. sex in a mm-hmm. sense. And so the way I describe how do you differentiate between the two is if something goes on in your life, and I think this is applicable, tell me if you agree, I think this is applicable to all areas of our life. If something doesn't go the way I want, the way I determine if it's coming from the better or the goodness part of me or coming from the worst in me is who do I blame and who's responsible for what happened first. Okay. So in, in either of those, you had said you choose it. Mm-hmm. You can either choose it or, but I would say even if I'm doing mercy sex, if I'm giving mercy sex, I'm still choosing to give it. Well, the belief Am I've got is if you can make that out in the open more of, you know what, it's, I'm not really interested in this for me, but I'm willing to be a part of it with you. Okay. So, That's different rather so I've than, still chosen. okay, go ahead, get it over with quick, which are yeah. all phrases of powerlessness, basically. They're one down mm-hmm. rather than I've got to face either going against myself in this regard, ultimately, or standing yeah. up to you. Yeah. Yeah, and the that's uncom- a dilemma, and the uncomfortableness either way, mm-hmm. and okay. it's and it's the same kind of dilemma for the higher desire spouse too. Mm-hmm. I get to face accepting what little is offered, or standing up to what is offered. Right. <laughs> so it's still a dilemma. Yeah, and yeah. the pressure is still inherently similar. Mm-hmm. Right, and so a conversation took place. Uh, from a couple that's been very active in in the nation in the academy. Yeah, well, we, this this isn't the academy. This is this was in the the whole scale. Okay, gotcha. Uh, gotcha. Where she was just talking about that she would have loved to have heard some tidbits in this podcast sooner, like the blame versus choice. Uh, okay, with stopping a sexual experience uh, if it's not unfolding, you know, because there's an mm-hmm. element of life um, that has gone on, particularly in the in the Christian world of, well, you really don't have a voice. This is one-sided for the man, right? And so there has been either overtly, but for sure covertly, a message built in through the history of some of the Christian teachings out there. Okay. Right, that this is for the husband, period. It's not about a woman's sexuality. Right. It's about his sex life. That's really all that matters. And it'd be... I mean, we've got so many listeners to the podcast that the woman is the higher desire. Yes. So there's a lot of women out there hearing that and are like, are you kidding me? This is not just about a man, right? Right. Right. It's totally dismissing the fact that women have an incredible superpower when it comes to their sex life and their sexuality. Yeah. And could be tapped into that produces a ton of goodness for themselves. Yeah. So again, this broad brush... um, view right burns me up right and so she this was this was their experience for okay. s- for certain Perfect. and so she Perfect. talks about that she believed boundaries weren't available to a, as a christian woman mm-hmm. that god wanted her to be submissive when it came to her sex life that it really was about him uh it's one thing and this i love her quote here it's one thing to argue with your husband that things are not working but i didn't know how to refute the god these marriage resources were portraying Interesting. Right. Because it, it's almost like it's a biblical route that we're supposed to be following in the manner in which I offer up my body, even if I don't honestly offer up my body, mm-hmm. like that's somehow holy or good or 
yeah. serving and pleasing when no, it's detrimental to both. Yeah. Ultimately. Well, it, I go back to what you said right before that, that she believed boundaries were not available. And saying no was not a possibility. Wow. Right. Wow. And that's insight into, I'm sure, many people's world that they feel like they can't. Well, right? They can't say no. To be honest, that was our, we didn't get the message. I, I won't speak for you completely, but mm -hmm. there was a for sure one-sidedness nature in the first seven, eight years of our marriage. I would agree with that. It wasn't that you wouldn't say no, but it wasn't really for you. No, I didn't like it at all. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, right. I didn't. I, I, I was there. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I look back at that and remember. And so she's talking, she continues on just talking about she didn't really have a voice. And so she's having to learn the voice. And that's some of this goes yeah. back to family of origin stuff. And I'm not going to go deep into that of what was written, but mm -hmm. she makes the comment and this is worth noting. And I appreciate you, ma'am, for bringing this up that we have other podcasts like episode 583 and 549 on obligation sex, mm -hmm. that this topic's been covered before. And so if, if you're, if this has ringing true with you, it's worth going back and hearing because fin Jennifer Finlayson Fife is one of those that we talked about this idea, if I'm remembering correctly. Mm -hmm. uh, and so it's nice to know there's more than just this one episode now, too, that we're mm -hmm. talking specifically on this subject. And so she would like to have us rounded out a little bit more on, so what do we do when we're faced with this? Because here's, and here's where the crux of what I want to get to. Okay. We've mentioned this a couple different times over the last month on the episodes. I've had this one quote keeps coming back in my notes as I'm preparing for each week, right? Okay. And there's, there's an element of life that we go through that I'm blind to things in myself and my family of origin and my upbringing. I know it had impact on me, but I'm blind to the severity of its impact. Okay. Right. I don't, maybe I'm not seeing the fact that because of what's gone on, I have no voice. Mm. And so I just kind of have accepted that's what it is. Right. That that's just my lot in life. Right. Don't we, yeah. we, and we do this a lot in cool. a lot of areas of my life. That's just mm -hmm. not me. That's, that's a phrase we'll throw out there. This could be on the food subject. Why don't you like this? Would, I'm speaking to you here. Uh -huh. Why don't you like this kind of veg, veggie? It's got such great variety. Well, that's just not me, baby. I just well, don't like it. But the last two years has shown it can be me. <laughs> Yeah. Right. You've changed your palate. You've changed right. what you and try. So that's where there's an element of life that we have to realize that we have grown accustomed as people to looking at our struggles as reflections of unconscious processes. It's all because of something else that's gone down. That's why this is a dilemma that I'm facing. Well, you go back to what she brought up about what was the wording she used about this God that had to refute the God message that like, no, no, this is how you are holy in the manner in which you go about being a wife. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and so if I've been brought up, if my current belief in God says, this is how I'm supposed to treat this part of my life. And I want to hold firm to that biblical right. truth within my life. Right. Then that's a huge dilemma, right? <laughs> Absolutely and, it is. And all of us hopefully have 
gone back to evaluate and study and look at what is it I believe? What is it that I'm putting my, um, all my actions that I'm basing my actions, I'm basing my thoughts on. And is that really right? It's what I learned, okay. is what I learned growing up. So having the courage, where I am today, having the courage to ask the questions of yourself and what Absolutely. you've grabbed a hold of that maybe, I mean, there's, there's two things that come to mind in this, Pam. One is we find survival mechanisms early in life when we need to, mm-hmm. because every single person out there, I mean, this is some of the conversations we've had over the last couple of days uh, in, in our household about this kind of topic and others that are going mm-hmm. on. But one of the things that I think everybody, we all have to come to grips with is the world is not a safe place. No. It's just not. Yeah. Families, they're not always a safe place. Some never really are. And I'm mm-hmm. meaning those words intentionally here. Mm-hmm. They are out to get you, actually. And some people have that as an upbringing. They, that was absolutely their experience. Mm-hmm. So we develop survival mechanisms during those times. And if you look back at it, it makes sense. But when we carry that forward, that's when that coping ne- mechanism isn't serving us like it did back then. And that's where we have to have the courage to ask ourselves the questions. Hmm. Is this working well for me? Is this helping me? Mm -hmm. Is this producing what I'm hoping it would actually produce? Is it what would be intended for me in a, you know, godly relationship, right? right? And so a lot of, and I'm going to take on my profession for a, a quick little detour. A lot of my profession is built on this idea that therapy is a method of peeling away the layers of your character like an onion. (laughs) Like, I want to get down to what's the root of all of this. I come at it, thanks to Schnarch's training and his belief, it's actually, it's not a matter of peeling away layers, but developing them, Mm. creating new layers. Because I really, and I have clients ask me this a lot, how much do you go back into the past, Mm -hmm. right? Because our experience can be, let's go dig and dig and dig. I mean, Freud, that's what he did, psychoanalytic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe we retroactive, retroactively take care of our past better by dealing with the present better. Mm-hmm. And I need to understand my past. Absolutely. So there is some digging and curiosity and questions and yeah, it gives you clues scoping through things. And understanding of mm-hmm. where you are today. But it's understanding the goal becomes developing layers to be more mature and resourceful adults who can solve our current situations better. And so like to the, to the woman that started the whole conversation, part of the process becomes when you understand how you've gotten to where you are, what do you do in real time now that changes your life better so the past doesn't rule you anymore? That's how we start to shift it. I understand how I've gotten here some. Now, how do I find my voice? That's where you start finding some serious power. Okay. I, and so I feel like we've talked a lot of theory and she wanted some practicals. Okay. I feel like we're well, talking all so theory. So some of it goes right back to what we introduced of sex is starting to unfold that you're not interested and you can't get there. Then you bring your voice forward and say, I'm not there. Mm-hmm. Maybe we alter it and I'll make it just for you if that's something she's willing to get to and give out of the goodness of her more mm-hmm, than anything. Mm-hmm. Or it's, a, I'm just not there. 
I'd like to table this until later mm-hmm. and see. Because then you put your spouse on the spot to say, well, what are you just willing to accept what little bit I'm going to offer or not? Because both yeah. of you have being things being exposed here. And then the question is, if it, night after night you say, no, this isn't right, what is that? I mean, have have you gone a month without having sex and it's just because just still doesn't feel right to you, right? What else is it you've got to go after? Well, so, so so once you've had, so that's one step, Corey, mm-hmm. that I think is maybe step number one. I speak up and I say, you know, I'm just not there and I can't do this when it's all just about you. But what if that's happened for a month? Okay, well, then I want to add months. the caveat here of the speaking up your truth better is actually a step of being more sexual better in and of itself. Okay. Maybe sex isn't happening, but you're actually leaning more towards being sexual because it's a different power of you coming forward. Okay. Because think about this. If you went through, go, let's go back. Mm-hmm. Our, let's use our life here. Okay. If it's one-sided and you were, you know what? No, I'm, I want to be more involved in this. This isn't, I'm not getting much. That's kind of what it ultimately culminated in. Yeah. That in and of itself, if it's a legit power from your goodness, best in you kind of a move. Yeah. Immediately improves whatever does happen. How? Because it's bringing you more into the equation of your life. The equation of our life. I, I hear that from one perspective. Okay. Because I'm not willing to just maybe just lay there, right? Mm-hmm. And let it happen to me. If I'm relying on you to come at it with a different approach so that I can feel better, I, I just speak in from... What am I trying to spit out here? It took me years to finally come around and figure out more of what I wanted and get more into what I expected you to do all the work, I guess, is where I'm going with this. That's a great great example because that's kind of where I went to. Because now our language can be, because of the moves from both of us at various times, Mm -hmm. some of them were were, uh, subtle moves and some were monumental moves, Mm -hmm. individually speaking. Now there's much more likely if something was starting to unfold as far as what was being offered up or sought was going to be more towards the one-sidedness. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, because I would maybe bring up something with you and you're just not there yeah, because of the day, the struggle, uh, sickness, kids, stress, whatever. Now it's like, okay, you know what? You, you have a greater likelihood of being able to say, no, I'm just not there. Or you've even done this to me a couple of times. I'm not really there, but how much energy do you got to help me try to get there? At least that's more overt about the dynamic See, between us. I don't think those instances, though, are mercy sex. I don't either. That's kind of right. the point of the moving towards The mercy sex it. was earlier on. Yes. It, 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 as, as the two of us try and clarify where we are, right? <laughs> it was earlier on when I felt like it was one-sided, I... um. Felt like I was just an object. Yes. Right. And I wanted you to make some sort of change that made me feel better 
about who I was and I and who what my sexuality was. And like it, I was supposed to waken that up for you. That's in, what in I want. That's what I thought, right? Okay. Because when we were dating, I was awake. I, I wanted you, it all the time. You were right? awake. Yes. It, there was just this um, transition once we got married that said. Uh, and, and we've talked about it on the show, some things that happened that kind of, I think, in my opinion, flipped that switch. Mm-hmm. But but in my mind, I expected you to make some of those shifts for me. I'm right. not saying that's what everyone has. I'm saying that's where we were. And it took a long time for me to then not have that responsibility be on you. Right. Right. The responsibility then became my own. Right. So in practical steps too, I think that there's got to be this, yeah, speak up and say, I'm not willing to stand for this. And then I've also got to look at what the, am I expecting something of my spouse to make me feel better about this situation? Mm -hmm. Did they need to change some mentality potentially? Mm -hmm. Do I also though need to look at do I even want sex? Is this something? Thank you. That's is, what I was just about to bring up. Do I want this to be a part that's enhanced in my life or even existent in my life? Right. And I need to be honest about that because sometimes people keep dancing around this equation because they don't want to take the risk of actually saying, I don't want this in my life because the cost of that could mean the marriage. Well, and I think the question, part of the question is, do I not want it just because of the person I'm in here with because I don't trust him or whatever the case may be? Mm-hmm. Or is it just something I 100% don't want, wouldn't want at all, mm-hmm. even if they made some sort of transition? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, that's, yeah. that's what the whole crux of this conversation, Pam, to kind of wind this down, is these are the things that ultimately are being exposed in both members of the equation. Mm-hmm. And what we often do is avoid or bite our tongue or want to change them or do all these other things or blame, Mm. well, this is just the way I am, rather than have you taken the courageous steps to see? Yeah. Is that really, I mean, because I've had clients before that have like, yeah, I finally have put it off long enough. I got to get serious about this aspect of my life. Mm. And that right in and of itself is a gigantic courageous step. Yeah. And that's what I think if we look at what we're really being asked of in marriage and in sex, it's unavoidable, but I have to choose Mm -hmm. because ultimately what the way life on life terms inevitably happens. If I don't choose life will choose for me somehow. Yeah. (laughs) Something will happen. Yeah. And the problem becomes magnified when one partner really wakes up mm. and then is like, I'll wait. I'm going to see. Because what they've actually done is they're not holding their partner. The higher desire is not holding the, the lower desire hostage for it. Yeah. But they're not being incongruent with their character mm-hmm. or out of, in line with, out of line with their integrity. They're just like, no, no, no. I'm going to, I want this in my life. And I'm going to start enhancing that and I'm going to start being more sexual and how I interact. And that's the goal then, because I think I want couples to hear from this. This is not in my mind. You need to have sex more, but it's recognizing. I don't want to talk anybody into something. I want them to understand what's being exposed in them 
And now what is the best in you, in you do about that mm-hmm. that brings your best forward, mm-hmm. that, that grows you to where there truly is the possibility of a lot more goodness and room for both of you. Mm-hmm. That's the ultimate goal here. And if we look at the dynamic and the dilemma of our sex lives and our marriages in, in, its, in its entirety, all of it is the drive wheel and the grindstone of our growth. Mm-hmm. I just have to have the courage to see it that way and then take the steps accordingly. Yeah. Do you find it interesting, Pam, that um, we went from the two ends of the continuum almost in today's episode? It was kind of a nice <laughs> change up. <laughs> kind of liked it. The, the liked real it. struggles of the darker side yeah. of how we can operate. And then what are the components and conditions of the really great sides Mm -hmm. of ourselves Mm -hmm. and our lives that we can create with each other. Yeah. Pretty beautiful. Yeah. That's, that's, I love that concept of what are some of the components that are, that help create this. Cause the the beauty in this is, this Mm -hmm. is not a recipe of you have to have all these ingredients. These are just components that will be at play some greater than others to make it even better for each couple. And, and I think that there's not a huge gap between getting from what we talked about in the first part of the episode. Correct. To getting to the last part of the episode. Right. And I think... I I don't think there's a huge gap there. No. Um, And the biggest step of that to help change that gap Mm -hmm. is getting to where you don't allow your what your spouse thinks of you to determine how you feel about yourself. Right. Because we can feed off each other so much that I don't let myself come forward. Yeah. When coming forward is my power move. Mm-hmm. And that's also what creates greatness. Mm-hmm. Well, if we left something undone, let us know. 214-702-9565. Feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. And jump on Apple Podcasts. Leave a review. That enters you into uh, a giveaway for your registration for the getaway. But you got to let us know your username so we know how to find you. Because <laughs> usernames are kind of hard to decipher sometimes. Um, Transcripts are available on each of the episode's pages at smr.fm. And also all our advertisers' deals and discount codes are available. So please consider supporting those who support the show. Well, however you took a little bit of time out of your day to spend with us, thank you. And we'll see you next time.